I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. As you know, this morning we kicked off a new series today where we're going to go through every single NRL team and talk about all the players that aren't playing first grade that I think are worth keeping on. So the best of the rest, essentially. Just a reminder too, uh, later tonight, or well, during this podcast, we're actually going to go through the Newcastle Knights, have a look at their squad. But just a reminder that the Knights play the Titans at 6pm tonight. I will be jumping on the Hijack app. I'll be commentating that one on that app with a mate. We're having a good time answering some of your questions on the Instagram story. Story. It should be a good little evening. Uh, probably not the greatest game of all time, but they are pretty. T- they are two sides that are pretty evenly balanced, realistically. So hopefully we do get a good game out of that one. But uh, if you are keen to have some fun with us, download the Hijack app, H-Y-J-A-C-K, and join us at 6 p.m. for that one. The four teams we're going to go through are the Manly Seagulls, the Penrith Panthers, the Sydney Roosters, and the Newcastle Knights, who are playing tonight. Let's dive into the Manly Seagulls. Obviously won last night against the Melbourne Storm in a pretty bizarre game of football. Uh, a very talented squad with a heap of guys underneath it that are very talented. Obviously, Ben Travojevic, he's not in this side at the moment. Burbo, I'm a huge fan of him. Not sure where the future of his career lies, whether it's in the back row or at centre. I think it'll probably start at centre, uh, but I think by the back end of his career, he will end up in the back row and I think he's got huge potential uh, to be one of the best back rowers Manly's ever had. You've obviously got Steve Menzies, uh, Ben Kennedy, these sort of guys is probably the key number ones. Chucky Watmo, these sort of fellas. Uh, but I think Burbo, he's got the sort of potential that could see him reach those sort of levels. So one to keep an eye on over the next few years, but I'm sure you are all well and truly aware of Burbo. Another one that I love is KO Weeks. I'm a bit surprised we haven't seen him in first grade yet. Um, can sort of play in the halves, can play fullback, could play centre, can just about play anywhere in the back line. Weeks, very, very talented. Um, I, th- I think most of the time he plays in the halves, but I think you could put him in a number of spots. Uh, very, very quick, very similar to Kohler, uh, but with a bit more of a higher skill set. So KO Weeks is one that I'm very, very keen on. Uh, you've also got James Seguiaro there in the reserve grade side. I'm not sure where his contract situation is at with the Manly Seagulls, uh, but you know, you couldn't do much worse than to have Chico down there, a former, a former uh, Dally M hooker of the year. Uh, I, you know, I've watched him play a, a, a couple of games of reserve grade um, on TV and on streams and whatnot. And I think Chico's still got a little bit to offer. I don't think he'll ever be an 80-minute hooker again, uh, but I think as a 14, he could definitely offer quite a bit. Zach Fulton, the grandson of Bobby Fulton, another lock forward, similar to his grandfather. Uh, Zach Fulton's a very talented guy playing in their reserve grade at the moment in the 13 jersey. A young guy to keep an eye on over the next few years. Obviously, with a name like Fulton, you're probably going to be successful at the Manly Seagulls, but he's not just successful because of his last name. He's a very talented young player, Zach, so one to keep an eye on there. 
it looks like like Brad Parker's not on the side at the moment. I'm not sure if it's injury or whatever it is, but I think even if Brad Parker was fit, I'm not sure if he'd take out either of the current centers. Morgan Harper obviously had a tough game a couple of weeks ago. We don't need to talk about that anymore, though. But Brad Parker, I'm not sure if he gets back into this side, realistically. You've also got Georgie Tafua, who's not in this team either. Played a few weeks ago. Sort of struggled, let's be honest here. Uh, but Georgie's been a great player for a very long time. But as add this manly side, it's probably Burbo, K.O. Weeks, and Zach Fulton that I think is worth watching in the reserve grades. Uh, I've obviously got Nace Finer, who's not playing first grade. Then he's got his younger brother, uh, the youngest Finer, who I believe has played SG ball this year. Young 5'8", who is very, very, very talented and one to really keep an eye on over the next few years. I'm confident he plays first grade. All right, let's move to the Penrith Panthers. Headlined by the fullback for Fiji last week and their reserve grade fullback, Taruva. Uh, very, very talented guy. You saw what he was capable of doing for Fiji. He's been doing this in reserve grade for quite some time. Uh, the depth in this team is incredible. We spoke about it last week. They've obviously got this young guy. They've got Dylan Edwards. They've got Stephen Crichton. They've got Charlie Staines. All these guys that could play in that fullback jersey. It's crazy. Another one's Matty Eisenhuth. He's not normally in this 17, which is just insane. Every time he plays, he kills it. I think every time he plays, he takes... He, he normally plays when Isaiah Yeo's out, and he fills in, in that role perfectly. I can't believe that there aren't a heap of clubs try, trying to chase Matty Eisenhuth. He's got a big engine. I believe he's the first cousin of Paul Gallen, and he's got a little bit of upside. He's got an offload to him. He's got everything you would want, and he's a little bit of a different body shape. There's not too many guys with the body shape of Matty Eisenhuth. Very similar to probably a Regan Campbell-Gillard, that sort of mould, which I think is really handy to have in your team. Sean O'Sullivan, obviously sitting behind Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. Doesn't really get all that many gigs in this team. He's moving to the Dolphins next year. So congratulations to Sean O'Sullivan. He's bounced around a number of clubs. Obviously, Roosters, Brisbane, Warriors, Penrith. Now he's at the Dolphins. Well, he will be at the Dolphins next year. So we wish Sean all the very best. But a really talented guy to have on your side. Um, you would hope that he's not your first-choice halfback. But he's probably the best second-choice halfback out of all the clubs, realistically. Very talented, Sean O'Sullivan. As is Kurt Falls, our boy that we spoke about at the start of the season, in the preseason. We hoped that he would get an opportunity at age 26. And this year he did. Got to make his debut, which was great to see. Another one that I think he's sort of wasted in that Penrith team. And I think there's a lot of clubs that could probably do with a guy like Kurt Falls. Robert Jennings signed with the Dolphins for next season as well. They're getting a few from this Panthers side. Love the look of Jennings. I mean, he always comes in. He always does a good job. Um, can play both sides. Very talented. Obviously, the... Uh, you know, one of the many Jennings brothers that we've seen, probably headlined by Michael Jennings, who was one of the best centers of the era that's just gone by. So Robert Jennings, very talented, does a lot of work coming out of his own end. I've always been a big fan of him. Sonny Luke, he will be the hooker over the next few years, or at least the 14. Uh, you've seen him come on in first grade and be really talented. Saw him playing rep round last week. Another guy that um, could definitely play a role in a lot of NRL teams. I look at, you know, it wasn't that long ago the Canberra Raiders were desperate to find a hooker. Wolford's gone down there and done a really good job. They would have got Sonny Luke, though. Uh, it could have been a, a, a real game changer down there. Jermaine Hopgood, who I believe is signed with the Parramatta Eels. Now, this is one guy that I personally think will sort of explode next year. I think he's going to have a big season. I can see a world where he locks himself into a back row spot at the Parramatta Eels. So just keep an eye, an eye on Jermaine Hopgood. Got a really good work rate. Probably hasn't got the attention that he should have in the early parts of his career. Charlie Staines. 
Uh, you can play him at centre. You can play him uh, wing, fullback. Sorry, probably wing and fullback over centre. Uh, but Charlie Staines, very talented. Obviously scored a lot of tries when he first came into first grade. Been a bit quiet since, but I personally think that this year he's probably been better than he ever has been, especially coming out of his own end. He's really rolling up his sleeves and filling in to that Penrith Panthers system of the outside backs doing a lot of work. So Charlie Staines, I think teams could do much worse than him. I think he's a really good depth guy to have in your system. Maverick guy, Mark Guy's young bloke, I believe he's injured at the moment but Mavericks one to keep an eye on. You saw what he did in the trial at the start of the season, uh, obviously out at Penrith, similar to Zach Fulton, a famous last name at Manly. Uh, there's not many more famous names at Penrith than Gaia. So keep an eye on Maverick. Uh, he's got a couple of screws loose, which is what we love to see in our guys. Now, a couple of the young guys that I really like, Riley Smith, who was the SG ball hooker this year. I think he's got a big future. I've mentioned this to you guys on a number of times. You've obviously got Mitch Kenny, Sonny Luke, who will re- replace Abby Curacao over the next year or two. Uh, but I reckon over the the next few years, Riley Smith will be the starting nine uh, for the Penrith Panthers. So keep an eye on him. Very, very talented local junior. Um, I believe the story goes that Riley made the Australian under-18s to cricket and rugby league in the same year. It's the first time in like 40-odd years it, that anyone has achieved that feat. So incredible stuff. He has chosen rugby league, thankfully. Uh, so we wish Riley all the very best over the next few years. Hopefully he keeps on developing and his body holds together. Isaiah Katoa, who's another one that signed with the Dolphins. I don't need to tell you about this kid. If you listen to this podcast, you've known about him for quite some time. Telegraph nominated him as their number one player under 18 the other day, and I 100% back it. I think the Dolphins have got themselves a special one. I think Wayne Bennett, uh, he can see these sort of kids coming. Penrith depth is insane. All those guys that they could bring in uh, and they would all all just play a role so well. And whenever any of these guys have come into first grade or have played in trials, they fucking killed it. Or when they've gone to representative games like Taruva last week. Uh, an incredible system, the Penrith Panthers. Let's move to the Sydney Roosters. All right, now the Chooks, their reserve grade side is the North Sydney Bears. Always got a pretty talented side. Uh, a lot of guys in this group, they got to play first grade over the last 18 months, obviously with all the injuries last year and everything. Uh, but yeah, there's a couple of guys I really like here. Adam Kieran, he came from originally the Penrith Panthers, went to the Warriors, now arrived at the Roosters. Can play in the halves, can play centre, can play wing, can play fullback, can play hooker, could play 13 if you needed him to. Essentially anywhere but back row and front row for Adam Kieran. So a very talented guy to have in your system. Left foot kicking game, a good goal kicker. Uh, he can add a lot to any football team. And I'm sure the Roosters are stoked that they've got him in their system. Kevna Guama is not in first grade at the moment. Obviously had a great career in the NRL before going to England and dominating over there. Uh, I'd say that Kev has probably been a little bit underwhelming uh, since returning, but he is 33 years old, of course. Uh, it is his first season in the NRL in quite some time. The NRL's got faster than it ever has been, so I'm, I'm happy to give Kev a bit more time. Lockie Lamb, the PNG, halfback from last week. Man of the match in that game, absolutely killed it. Uh, big fan of Lockie Lamb, obviously the son of Adrian Lamb. Uh, I'm not sure where his future lies either. I can't really see it being at the Roosters. When you consider they've got Sam Walker, Luke Keary, the, these sort of guys are now moving Joey Manu in, in, into the sixth of their game against Penrith later tonight. So interesting to see what happens with the career of Lockie Lamb, but a very talented guy that I've got a lot of time for. Uh, his half partner this week in reserve grade is Sandon Smith. I've only seen a little bit of him. He's obviously the halfback that's coming to replace Ronald Volkman since he departed the club, but a lot of people have got wraps on this young Sandon Smith, so one to keep an eye on. I haven't seen a heap of him. What I have seen, he does look good, though. 
Terrell May, one that I absolutely love, obviously the younger brother of uh, the May boys out at Penrith and at the Catalans now. Uh, but Taylor May is absolutely carving it at Penrith. And I think Terrell May uh, could be a very similar situation at the Roosters over the next few years. I really do like this kid. I think he's very, very talented. So one to keep an eye on there. Hopefully he can keep himself uh, out of trouble off the field. The Mays obviously have a bit of history with that sort of stuff. Uh, but Terrell, very, very talented front rower. Gets through a lot of work. And I think once he gets used to the speed and the intensity of first grade, I think he's going to be a really talented front rower. Uh, you've got White there as well, who can play as a middle or an edge. Uh, I've I've seen him play a couple of games on the edge, and I've actually seen a bit of footwork that's really, really impressed me. Haven't quite seen it in first grade. He hasn't really exploded in first grade just yet. Um, he's probably still still struggling a little bit with the pace of it. Uh, but whenever he does get an opportunity, he does do a job. Have seen him in reserve grade at a pace where he's comfortable and he's used to it, and he is very damaging. So I think his time will come. Ben Thomas. Now, it's arguable that Ben Thomas probably only, only got an opportunity because of all all their injuries last year. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a front rower with a heap of upside, but he's solid and he does a job for you. And I think last year he proved that for the Sydney Roosters. Uh, I would obviously probably rather have White or Terrell May, but Ben Thomas uh, goes hard, pretty talented guy. Another one that's in their reserve grade system, Tom Deacon, who I'm a big fan of. I think he's got a future in the NRL. And another guy that hasn't played for the Sydney Roosters yet, he signed with them this year, but we haven't quite seen him yet, is Renu Atoni. Uh, he's one that I really do like. I think that next year, as guys start to age, and Maria Hargrave's getting older, um, Takiaho's leaving. Interesting to see what happens with Matt Lodge now, if he does stay there, but I personally think he'll end up at the Dolphins, despite what Wayne um, is selling the media. Renu Atoni, I really like him at Canterbury. I think he was really poorly used for his entire um, stay at the Canterbury Bulldogs. And I think the Roosters can utilise him a little bit better. So keep an eye on Renault for Tony. It hasn't quite kicked on as I anticipated this year. I believe he's injured at the moment. But he's one to watch in the future at the Sydney Roosters. A couple of young guys I want to keep an eye on too. Robert Toyer, he was the right centre for Queensland uh, in their in their under-19s game on the weekend. Very, very talented. Watched him play a heap of SG ball. Uh, absolutely love him. A Queensland centre who comes down to play for the Roosters. Along with their front rower and their captain in the SG ball. Uh, Va'a, very, very talented guy. Absolutely love this fella. The Roosters pulled him away from the Broncos system. I think he's got a big future as well. Could be in rugby league or box but I think you'll stick to rugby league. Two guys that I spoke to you about last week before the 19s game. Uh, New South Wales obviously ran away from that one, so I don't think you got to see the full skill set of these two, but trust me, they are very talented. Let's move to the Newcastle Knights, the team that is playing later this evening against Gold Coast Titans at 6 o'clock. We will be commentating that one on the Hijack app, so make sure you come and join us if you are free and if you're watching the game you want to have a giggle. Might not be the most entertaining game in the world, so it might be worth coming and have a laugh with us. I answer some questions and talk some footy uh, while so watch that one, have a few bets and watch Supercoach and whatnot. Um, for the Knights, Heimel Hunt, he's not in first grade at the moment. I believe he's on their extended bench, but it looks like he will play Reggie's this week coming off an injury. I always think Heimel is very, very solid. I remember when he first burst onto the scene, he was down at Melbourne, then he moved to South Sydney. He was very inconsistent in the early parts of his career, uh, but I think he's really developed into a um, to a really established first grader. Once you get past that sort of 50, 60 game mark, which I think Heimel would be well and truly past now, um, I, I really like him. I think he's got a, a lot of ability, Heimel Hunt. Defensively, he's improved out of sight. Uh, he's really good coming out of his own end. So Heimel Hunt's another guy that... I know him and his wife, Ellie, just got married up there in Newcastle. But, geez, as far as depth guys go, I think there's a lot of clubs that could do with a Heimel Hunt. 
Uh, we got Musgrove, the winger, who made his debut last year, Braden Musgrove. Uh, looks like a pretty t- talented kid. I really haven't seen much of him outside of his few games in first grade, though. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jake Clifford. Now, Jake Clifford was the form player of the competition at the start of the year, the first three rounds. He was incredible. Uh, he's obviously fallen off a bit of a cliff since then, let's be honest here. I think he's had a bit going on in his personal life. Uh, but Jakey Clifford, I'm not sure if he's going to be back in this side anytime soon. Adam Clune is the halfback in this side. If they beat the Titans later tonight, I think Clune probably buys himself a few more weeks realistically. So Jake Clifford came for the North Queensland Cowboys, arrived at the Knights, looked like a superstar in the first few rounds. A kid with a heap of ability. He's been carving up up there in Queensland for a long time. So one that I'm sure a lot of clubs will be keeping an eye on, especially because he's shown in first grade that he can handle himself and he can lead a team around. Uh, Despite the Newcastle Knights completely falling to shit, I think there was a lot of factors outside of Jake Clifford that caused that. Phoenix Crossland's up there as well. I think Newcastle sort of fucked around with him positional-wise. I think he is a halfback. They've tried to use him as a six, tried to use him as a nine. They've tried to use him as a 14. They tried to turn him into a 13 in the preseason. Sometimes this these sort of tactics can derail careers a little bit, and I'm a little bit worried that Phoenix Crossland might be one of those. I know a lot of people bag him uh, at the moment whenever he plays first grade, but I believe he's playing out of position. I think if you were to give him time as a halfback to develop, I think he could be handy. I don't think he's going to be a superstar. I don't get me wrong, uh, but I think he could be handy Phoenix Crossland. He's definitely got ability. There's no doubt about that. Mama Sia, I believe he has signed with the Parramatta Eels for next year. I think he signed somewhere for next season. Played a couple of games in first grade to start the season. Uh, didn't get a heap of minutes, realistically. I, I thought his impact was decent without being great. Uh, another guy that could develop into something. If he lands in a system, he's given opportunity. Jack Johns, the son of Matty Johns. Jack Johns obviously was at South Sydney, uh, moved up to the Newcastle Knights. I think, did he make his debut at Newcastle or South? I think it might have been at South. Hasn't played that many games in Newcastle since arriving back. Um, I think Jack's solid. I don't think he's a superstar. I wouldn't say that the Johns name has carried him into first grade at all. I think he is more than uh, talented enough to be there. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how his career plays out. Obviously, his brother Cooper is down at the Melbourne Storm. He's a very charismatic sort of um, social media guy. Jack's a bit more keep to himself, but I still think he's he, he's a pretty funny guy and his personality would be pretty good for sides to have. So, Jack Johns, I think he's one of those guys, probably similar to, to, to his dad, Matty, especially when you compare to Andrew, that I think when you hear him talk, I think he understands the game very well. Probably just doesn't have that hyper skill set um, to make everything happen pretty much, you know, almost on the same lines of Matty. Despite Matty being a superstar footballer, played for New South Wales, played for the Kangaroos, won a comp and whatnot, I think if you could take the mindset of, you know, Matty Johnson, put it into Andrew Johns' body with his skill set, fuck, you'd have a footballer. Uh, We've got Fitzy up there. 
Lachlan Fitzgibbon, he's been up there for a number of seasons, uh, playing reserve grade at the moment. Mitch Barnett leaves at the end of this season. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if Fitzgibbon is able to grab that spot. I think they've actually signed another back rower, but I'm blanking off the top of my head who that is. But Lachlan Fitzgibbon, he's proven to be a good first grader for a long time. Uh, runs a really good line as well, Fitzy. So I'm sure he'd be handy to a l- number of teams. Brody Jones, uh, Mr. Mister Unassuming, uh, you, you you look at him and you sort of wonder what position he plays. Is he a hooker? Is he a second row? Is he a, like is he a small middle? Like it's a bit hard to work out. Is he a lock? A bit hard to work out exactly what he is. But every time he's come in and played in the back row, especially out on the edge, he's had pretty good games. Brody Jones. He also comes up with big plays as far as just effort plays. Um, and I think we're all well aware of that with Brody Jones. And when he is playing, you you keep an eye on him because he he does just take take that extra step every time he puts his head where most wouldn't put their foot. So I've always been a big fan of Brody Jones. I just love goers like him. Last one, Suaso Sue. He's not in the side at the moment. They're obviously pretty stacked for front rowers with Clemmer and the two Saifidi boys. But Suaso Sue's had a long career at the West Tigers, Canterbury Bulldogs, Newcastle Knights. Might have gone to England for a small period of time. I'm, I'm not sure off the top of my head. Uh, but Suaso Sue, a very talented guy. I've always been a fan of him. Um, I think that he's not an absolute superstar in the front row. He's not in, in your, you know, you're sort of paying harsh categories. Uh, but I think there's a lot of teams that I look across the NRL and I see guys sitting on the bench or coming off the pine that I sort of think, oh, geez, when you walk on the field, I'm not sure if your team trusts you for that 20, 25-minute period. Despite Sue not being a superstar, as I said, I know when he comes off the field, on the field, sorry, players would trust him to do a job during that period. That's the Newcastle Knights. Done and dusted, guys. We've got two more podcasts coming throughout the day, analysing the final eight teams, including the Queensland teams as well. So that's going to be really exciting. A heap of guys to talk about from those clubs. As I said, 6 o'clock tonight on the Hijack app, H-Y-J-A-C-K. If you would like to join us, jump on the app at 6 p.m. We'll be commentating that game between the Newcastle Knights and the Gold Coast Titans. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.